3: 477 Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560.
4: All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive over here in Aurora, not far from where we are here at the station. Colfax and 225 is roughly where Ken's at just a little bit east of there on the north side of the road. So if you need anything done in this part of town, please go see Ken. You can find him at drive-radio, drive-radio.com. radio Find him there and go see him. And when you do, say hi. Say hey. Say I hi. heard you on the radio. That's right. You bet. Joe in Littleton, you're next. Go ahead. Hello? Hello. How are you?
5: I'm good, thank you. Good. Um, I, wanna, I have three quick things. Number one, um, you guys helped my son a little while ago with some great suggestions, and he did get his car fixed after nice. working so hard on it. Uh, so thank you. You're the welcome. The second one, um, Gino's, so i give a shout-out to them. I do take my car there, and I've been very pleased. Um, I think the best thing is I see honesty. Hmm. And then the third thing I want to say is you guys were talking about those tickets. So if you go do something wrong and then you yes. take a picture. Yes. Um, my son just got one, and— He was at work that day, so either his wife was driving or his child or the child's friend.
6: Right.
5: They don't have a picture of him. They have a picture of his wife. and so they said you have to prove it. And so how do you go about proving it?
4: I believe, and I've only seen one of those since they made these changes at the beginning of the year, I think on the ticket it explains what you want, what you need to do if you're going to contest it. I, I again, I have only seen one of these so far. I'm doing this from memory. Yep. I believe it was on the. I couldn't remember if it was on the front or the back of it, but it tells you if you want to contest it what you what the steps are and what you have to do.
5: Okay, I think he tried and they said no, but you have to
4: save. I mean, if nope. I mean, what they're doing now and what they did with the at the beginning of the year with the mm-hmm. law is basically making it. A infraction on the vehicle, not so much you and your license, but to the, you know, tied to okay. the vehicle because of the license number. So what they're really saying now is, I don't care who's driving it. We know somebody was. We know they ran a red light or they were speeding. Pay up. <laughs> and the legislature, by the way, came through with a law that said, yeah, you now have to pay up no matter what.
5: Oh boy, yeah, this was on a toll situation or something where they crossed the wrong.
4: Oh, if that's on I twenty five, you don't have any. You can't even contest that. You got to pay. There is no contesting that one. That I do know for a fact. You, there's nothing to contest. You have to pay.
5: Well, thank you. That's you not even.
4: That's that's not a red light camera or a speeding, you know, violation. That's a crossing over the HOV lines. And yes, they will give you the fine, and it's seventy five bucks, and you have to pay.
5: I think this was one hundred and fifty.
4: <laughs> oh, you know what? You, you know what? You could. I think you're right. Now that now that you, I was going to correct myself, and I think you're correct, I do think it is 150 I, I One of my fleet vehicles the other day had one of those, and yes, it's not cheap. Okay. They're yeah, trying. Is- and the reason they're doing that is because there's no Jersey barrier or anything there to keep people from weaving in and out. They're going to do their very best to make sure nobody does.
5: Gotcha. Well, thank you. Have a nice day.
4: You're time. very welcome. Thank you. You have a great day as well. I appreciate the phone call, and tell your son to be safe, and- yeah, you got to tell people if you if, any of you if you're driving that HOV lane up up especially north I25, they've put a system in. I don't know how the thing works, but it has the ability to detect if you've crossed over the double line. I had somebody the other day that said they were just within feet of the of the, you know, dotted line, you know, the the, the, the lines where it oh, yeah. shifts, you know, goes from the dotted line into the double line. Uh-huh. They were just a few feet over the double line and still got a ticket. Huh. So they have got the ability to know exactly where those marks are, and if you wow. cross over, you're going to get a ticket. So fair right. warning. Gary wow. in Denver, you're next.
7: Well, you know, John, the uh, the vehicle is innocent until proved, proven guilty. <laughs> you're
4: right. In this case, you're guilty uh, yeah. <laughs> as charged. Oh, uh, Funny.
7: That's right, but uh, actually, I was calling. I had the exact experience with uh, a check engine light that was on, and I needed to go get my emissions test. So uh, they pulled the code on the uh, uh-huh. uh, the one, like the most common one, evap, code.
4: evap evaporative system, yeah. uh-huh. evap code.
7: Yeah, yeah. So um, they uh, they turned off the light. They cleared the light. They wanted me to come back because my my uh, my gas tank was more than halfway full but that's a different story but um so while the, the light was off i went and got my emissions test they didn't hook up the uh they didn't hook up the uh, hose to the tailpipe and it passed yep. okay so what i'm saying is, what i'm saying is you know the check engine light was on but it was just turned off but the, the code was probably still in there And yet, it's still past emission.
8: Yeah. All the monitors had completed enough by then. Did the light eventually come back on or no?
7: Well, then I brought it back after my gas tank was less than half full because I guess that creates more combustion or something. And they did identify there was a minor uh, pinhole in one of the hoses, and they fixed that, and the the
4: light went off. Oh, sure. That That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
8: And just, and yeah, so when you do the OBD test like you had where they just plug in and, and do that. So all the, all the monitors have to be complete. So all of them, but the EVAP, so the EVAP monitor, if it hasn't completed and all the other ones have completed and passed and the light is off, then you'll get a a passing deal. But by resetting that. Um, it has to be driven enough in order to complete those other monitors. Some some of them complete fairly quickly. Some of them don't. But just depending on how you drive it and stuff. So. Um,
7: yeah, it had been it had been a while, so it probably completed. Yeah. But um, I was I was kind of surprised. I think two years ago they hooked up the hose to my tailpipe, but they didn't do that this time.
4: Yeah. No. Well, if it's new enough, it's, they usually don't.
8: It yeah, and it depends because. It, it, the computer or whatever, the the database on the state, the AirCare Colorado, it randomly picks what tests that vehicle gets. So you won't know until you go in there if they're going to run it on the dyno or if they're going to run That's why it's when, it when you go it. to the
4: website, all of you listening, it's very, very, <laughs> um, how should I say this? Uh, vague yeah on very the, vague on what you're going to do when you go in right, i just looked at exactly. the i looked at their website a moment ago to try to get some of those definitive answers that we've right. been talking about it, it's not there
8: and you know you're going to pay 25 that's and right. you know if that line is 100 cars long you're going to be there for hours so
4: that's yeah other than that there's no definitive yeah
8: right whether you get out there passing or not it's hard to say yeah
4: yeah. All right, well it's good information. Thank you, you Gary. No, I appreciate it. And for those of you listening, you know, that program, by the way, as much as we all hate it and I do as well. Not going anywhere. Uh, the reason for that is we're mandated by the Feds, EPA, that we have to have something to handle when we get air inversion days here in Colorado at the front range area. We have to have some sort of a program in place. So if we eliminate the emissions program, something else has to, you know, go back in its place. Even though I most of you listening uh, Ken included know that, it, sorry, AirCare Colorado and that program is doing absolutely nothing when it comes to the emissions end of things. The new cars, again, with everything we've been talking about right now, with the check engine light coming on and so on, the reality is so so few polluting cars on the road anymore. Just look around. You can pretty much smell and or see the cars that are. It's so few from what it was even 10 years ago. But the program's not going anywhere because, as a state, we have to have something. The The feds have mandated that. If we don't, we lose federal road tax money. So at the end of the day, uh, it's not going anywhere unless something else comes along to replace it.
8: You know, 10, 15 years ago, we would probably do, you know, I would say on certain weeks we could, you know, and, and we're a smaller shop. So right. we could probably see... You know, anywhere from two to five emission failures a week. Okay. Um now we see maybe two to five a month. Oh, big difference. And and the ones that fail are usually gross emitters. I mean they're they're Has running failed, bad. Something they're, along those yeah, lines, they're running it's like bad kind of missing they're, the engine. Right, whatever. exactly. And they you know, if if the person was, you know, on top of things, they would have got it fixed prior to that. But right. you know, they're forced to fix it at this point, so yeah.
4: yeah, in those cases, I guess the program works. Although eventually that car is not going to run anyways, and it's right. going to get fixed. So, well,
8: and the more they drive it, the more it's going to
9: cost. And my point well, is, if it, that
4: guy yeah. just got a, if that person just got a sticker or a test and it passed, and they're six months into their two-year sticker, I mean, again, the right. program on that it, it's going to run another eighteen months. It, it, exactly. So it, so, it yeah. at that point again, you're you're catching. Maybe some of the gross emitters that are out there, and that's really about it at the end of the day. So, but it's here to stay. You got to learn to live with it. It's not going anywhere, by the way. So, we'll be back in a moment. Any questions? We've got answers for you 303 477 5600. We'll be right back. Drive radio KLZ 560.
0: Something really cool happened in 1975. And no, it wasn't the beginning of the disco era. Congress passed the Magnuson Moss Act. You don't have to take your vehicle back to your dealer to keep your vehicle manufacturer's warranty in effect. Our Napa Auto Care Center uses the proper replacement parts and procedures to keep that warranty valid. Visit our independently owned Napa Auto Care Center today. Find a store at NapaOnline.com. Napa
3: Know How. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com.
0: Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers, specializes in quality-use cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1.
3: Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Attention Denver drivers, are you tired of the same old routine when it comes to car maintenance? Well, it's time to experience automotive excellence like never before at Toy Access Denver. At Toy Access Denver, we're your trusted partners in automotive care and specialize in Toyota, Lexus, and Honda and Subaru vehicles with a commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We've been serving the Denver community for years, providing top-notch service. But that's not all. Our experienced and friendly staff goes the extra mile to ensure your vehicle receives the care it deserves. From routine maintenance to major repairs, our certified technicians use state-of-the-art equipment and high-quality parts to keep your car running smoothly. Plus, at Toy Denver, we believe in transparency and honesty. No hidden fees, no gimmicks, just straightforward and fair prices that put you in the driver's seat. So why settle for ordinary when you can experience extraordinary? Visit Toy Excess Denver today at toyexcessdenver.com to learn more about our services and schedule your next service appointment. You can also call 303-722-0234. Toy Exus Denver, where automotive excellence meets customer satisfaction. Drive with confidence. Drive with Toy Exus Denver.
4: We are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, TuneTech Automotive. Uh, lines are open. If you have a question, by all means, let us know. we got about half an hour, a little over half an hour left of the show today. 303 477 Five six zero zero. Several of you sending in some good ideas on theft deterrent devices, and what I would tell each and every one of you, if that's something that you're really concerned about with your particular vehicle, on you know having it stolen, you do whatever works for you. I again, I'm not going to tell you guys individually what to do. There are uh, you know anti theft devices out there. There are some really good devices where they involve a key. Of sorts, if you would, a pinned type key that would have to be plugged in. Uh, There are, of course, the club. There's wheel clubs. Think of it that way. You know, like a Uh, boot, like a boot, basically that you put on yourself. You throw it in the trunk when you're not using it. Again, there are many, many different things that you could do. And again, I am not for or against any of them. It's whatever works for you.
8: Anything you do can help. Right. That's you know, any anything you do. That's anything that is visible especially anything that's visible, if it's, you know, something like a boot or a club. The boot, the clubs,
4: I mean, those are very visible. Uh, The interlock devices, uh, you know, if they're done correctly, and I'm always a little leery of that, and that's the key there, and I think most of you would agree. I, I don't want a stereo place putting my interlock in, no offense. They don't have very high, you know, very, very qualified technicians doing those i don't want their alarms by the way in fact i hate aftermarket alarms i'm, I'm fully against those they're in my opinion junk they're not worth putting on i'd if, you know I, I would rather do a club or something along those lines yeah. as to doing that there are other interlock devices out there depending upon you know you your vehicle what you're looking for and so on it again this in my opinion comes down to personal preference where do you park where are your vehicles at mostly and and really on, Probably the biggest thing to do would be, can you track your vehicle if it's ever stolen? That's probably a bigger factor than anything, because at least knowing, okay, here's you know, here, Mister Officer, here's where my vehicle is at. No, I'm not an advocate of chasing the vehicle down and doing what some other folks have done, where there's been shootings and things along those lines. Yeah, I, I, I nothing nothing in my world is worth enough money to me. To, yeah. you know, it's yeah. insured. It's not worth enough money to me to go right. track somebody down and shoot them over. I, I, I'm not that person. Right. So, but exactly. would I like to know where the vehicles act? And some even have the onboard ability through OnStar and some of the other you know other uh, devices like OnStar that are out, or services is what I should say, that are out there like that. They would give you that ability as well. So to me... I think I'm more worried about A not having it stolen and if it is, I want to know where it went. You can do that with things as, as simple as, you know, little little small GPS devices, Apple AirTags, all sorts of things you can do to determine where would your vehicle be and I would be more apt to do that as to anything yeah. else.
8: Yeah, exactly.
4: If you're that worried about it. Right. But things do get stolen. I've got a list of things we might get into of the highest stolen vehicles. So And some are more desirable than others.
8: And most of the time, when a vehicle gets stolen, it's to go do other crimes. Correct. They're they're not joyriding. They don't want the vehicle for the vehicle. They want the vehicle just to To go do something else. Do do other things. And then when you get it back or whatever, you know, there's done whatever they did in them,
4: whether it's drugs or you know, or which I need to talk about. I'm glad you just said that. Um, John and Cheyenne, go ahead first, though.
10: Hey. How are you today? We're good. good how huh? are you? Uh, good. I Guess what I'm doing.
4: What are you doing? Plowing snow. Plowing snow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. There you go. Yeah, I,
10: I busted the snow plow door at the end of last weekend, so I had to get some parts and got it all fixed up, and now I'm moving snow again. But, Ken, I have to laugh. I was listening to you talk about uh, your uh, family member that had the rock stuck in the blower. <laughs> yeah. Well where I live in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, I have a dirt road and sometimes the drifts are to a point where my eighty Chevy three quarter ton can't push them out of the way. Wow. So I've got a t to- I've got a Toro track blower that sure. I keep in the back, twenty four inch. Pull that out of the back of the truck, clear that drift and then start pushing again. But I go through shear pins like they're water. Right. To the point right. <laughs> But you know what? I found them on Amazon for about a quarter of the price of, I'm sorry, I said Toro, I meant a Honda. Uh, for about a quarter of the price that Honda, I buy them 50 at a time. Sure. And I just got, and I got a, uh, a RYOBI uh, uh, electric ratchet with a 10 millimeter socket. So I don't even have to turn a ratchet. Just slap a new one in and go Tight, on to the next. Tighten uh, it up, yep. But, yeah, but the other thing is, I carry a a uh, small ball peen hammer and a uh, like a banging rod because I've had that happen where you got a rock stuck in there you can't get it out you got to whack on it until it comes free right exactly uh, yeah so yeah when you were saying that I was moving snow but I just started laughing when you were saying that because I was like yeah I do
8: that on a regular basis <laughs> experience tells me but, that I've done this before yeah right <laughs>
10: <laughs> oh yeah it's. It, if I'm going to be walking a far distance with the blower, like, say, I got a big drift that I got to walk, I've got a backpack that I keep that stuff in so I don't have to walk back to the truck if I break a shear pin. Makes sense. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, yeah. so. Hey, John, so, uh, how would you guys do for snow down there? We got missed. I'm clearing last week
4: still. Uh, Depends on what part of town you're in. Up in Greeley, they uh, got seven, eight inches. Uh, my area, we got about... Two to three. Ken, you had what three or so this morning? morning? Yeah, 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 three. Uh, what, it just depends on where yeah. you're yeah, at in town, got, John.
10: Yeah, it just went. It went uh, east of us. I got an inch overnight. I got up this morning, and it was so cold that that inch you could push off the deck with a push broom.
8: Oh, okay, nice so and it's light. light, fluffy yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah,
10: the light fluffy stuff, which is always easier than the stuff we got last weekend, which I'm still
4: moving. Yeah, yeah. last week was like Do cement. Yeah, you have a good weekend. You too, man. John, take care. Be careful plowing snow. One thing I was going to mention when it comes to stolen vehicles that Roy from ProTech, we had him on last week and he taught me this because I had never heard this prior. And then one of you as a listener called in and said the same thing. If your vehicle is ever stolen and you have the option of getting it back before you ever even think about having it back, have a drug test done on the vehicle. Yeah. Not on the people that were driving it because that's not what we're after here. We want a drug test done on the vehicle because if they had anything, you know, smoked meth, did anything along those lines inside the vehicle, it's a total and it's a done deal at that point. You do not want that vehicle back.
8: Yeah. Contact is, yeah.
4: Yes. So, and it's something, by the way, that most people don't think about. Even a lot of insurance adjusters don't think about. And sometimes it's not something you could even smell. So the first thing you want to do, if in fact you have a vehicle that is stolen, is the minute that it comes back and they have found it and it's in the insurance company's possession, which is what will typically happen, tell them you want a full that they're about five hundred bucks for a full bore test. You want the full five hundred dollar test done on that vehicle to determine what you're going to do next. Period.
8: Makes if sense. If you don't
4: have that, it's a no go, and you can force that on them. And yes, they know exactly what we're talking about, and they have the ability to have that test done. They will, in some cases, not want to do that because hey. A larger claim of course because it's an insurance company yeah. Uh, but yeah you want to request a drug test done on the vehicle itself they have the ability to test all of the interior components of your vehicle determine is there anything that's there that you would not want to be a part of and and the other thing too is don't let the insurance company let's say it comes back positive and there was drugs in the car you also don't want to fix that car at that point some uh, insurance companies will say, well, we could put a headliner and new seat covers and this, that, and all of this, you know, carpet and what have you on it. Uh, typically, no, they can't. It far exceeds the value of the vehicle, even if it's a fairly new vehicle. So, again, if that vehicle's had drugs of any kind in it, it just needs to be totaled. So, which leads me to, some of you will see some things on social media where they'll take a brand new, I saw one the other day, brand new, what looks like a brand new F-150 and it's going to the crusher. And people are, like, commenting all over, why is that doing that? Why is it not going to the scrapyard? Why aren't some of the parts being sold? Well, because of what I just said. If that was one of those vehicles that was involved in something that I just mentioned a moment ago, nobody wants to touch any of that. That thing's just going to go to the crusher, and some would say, well, what about the engine? What about the trans? Somebody has to climb in and out of that vehicle to even have those things done you're you're it's it's too much time effort energy at the end of the day no they're just going to crush that vehicle mm-hmm. so that's where those types of vehicles end up being crushed is because typically something along those lines have happened and the rest of us don't know that because we don't know the whole history we're just seeing a video on some social media channel where the vehicle is getting crushed right we don't know the backstory yeah. Could also, by the way, have been in a complete flood where it looks really good on the outside. Yeah, but right. if that thing was completely flooded, or like the knucklehead that was driving up and down the beach the other day in his Ram truck uh, in the salt water, uh, that's a total. Yeah. That that vehicle, no matter what it looks like when it's all said and done, that's a total. Nobody wants that vehicle. Rust will come into that vehicle at some point in time. Not now, but yeah. down the road for sure. That truck is now totaled. Yep. So those are examples of where you don't want the vehicle. Back And this is the other thing that I've done for people, uh, not only on the buying side of things, but if you ever get into an insurance situation where you're wanting some advice, should I take this? Is this fair? Am I going the right direction? By all means, you can send me an email and walk me through that, and I can give you some pretty good advice on what to do. Uh, I've done enough of that over the years to know when is it time to just call it quits on the vehicle. Versus, And here's the other thing, uh, as, as a total side note to all of this, never get emotionally attached to something. Especially your vehicle. Some of you would say, well, I really like that vehicle. I want it back. Uh, you you can buy another one. Yeah. There's something else out there running around, believe me, that works just as well as the one you own now. I don't care how much you, quote, unquote, love it. Don't get emotionally attached. Make good business decisions, you know, logical decisions around the vehicle, and do not get emotionally attached to the vehicle. Rarely is there a car worth saving. I'm just saying. Yeah. Rarely is that the case, Ken. Yeah. In most cases, they're rolling another one off the assembly line now <laughs> right. as well, we speak.
8: I, you know, I mean, sentimental value, if you know, if it was – but uh, other than that, I mean – Okay, uh, take anything, pictures. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Again, at the end of the day, it's a car. Frame it, put it on the wall. Exactly. It's still a car. This is when it ran good. Yeah, You you can tell I don't
4: have too many sentimental things when it comes to cars especially. It's an item. It's replaceable, folks. Don't get caught up in the emotions of it. Do what's best for you on the business side, logically speaking, and then move on. Financially. Yeah, whatever works best for you financially. That's right. Do not get tied up in the emotions of things. Please. Put that aside. Deal with the insurance companies in that manner, and you'll be much better off. We'll come back. we got more uh, time. Half an hour left. Lines are still open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
2: If you're in the market for a new pair of glasses, now's the time to check your flex spending account or your health savings account and head over to Stack Optical. At Stack Optical, you'll have your new glasses in just three to four days. Stack Optical is celebrating over 50 years of quality eye care here in Denver. So for all your optical needs, eyeglasses, contacts, eye exam, prescription suns, eyeglass repairs, Go to Stack Optical, call them today, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578 and tell them Scott sent you. And remember, at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Napa the friendly folks at your
0: local Napa Auto Care Center appreciate their customers and they like to show it. Stop by your Napa Auto Care Center today and ask for your customer loyalty card. It has a valuable offer you can use again and again. It's their way of thanking you again and again for your business and loyalty. Find your nearest store at
11: NapaOnline.com. Napa Know How. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 895 Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS, 298-191, regulated by DORA, Equal Credit Lender.
12: Are you ready to revolutionize your ride? Look no further than Legacy Automotive Boulder, your one-stop destination for all your automotive needs. We're here to take your driving experience to the next level, whether you're an eco-warrior or a diesel enthusiast. We know you love the power and endurance of your diesel engine. At Legacy Automotive Boulder, we speak diesel fluently. Our skilled mechanics have years of experience in diesel service, repairs, and maintenance. From routine checkups to major overhauls, we've got you covered. We'll keep your diesel engine roaring with efficiency and provide you with the exceptional service you deserve. But that's not all Legacy Automotive Boulder offers a range of services for all types of vehicles from oil changes to brake repairs tire rotations to transmission maintenance we're here to ensure your ride performs at its peak our state-of-the-art facility is equipped with the latest diagnostic tools so you can trust our experts to accurately diagnose and fix any issue and did we mention our commitment to satisfaction at Legacy Automotive Boulder we pride ourselves on delivering a five-star experience from the moment you step through our doors our friendly staff will greet you with a smile and provide personalized attention we believe in transparency and integrity so you'll always know what services you need and why. Your satisfaction is our driving force. So why wait? Experience the Legacy Automotive difference today. Just go to LegacyAutoBoulder.com to book an appointment. Whether you're an EV enthusiast, a hybrid aficionado, or a diesel devotee, we're here to keep you on the road with confidence. Legacy Automotive Boulder, where expertise
4: meets excellence. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs with over 80,000 square feet of
9: Do you want to improve your health, fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition, trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board certified internal medicine specialist bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal healthcare? Fear not, Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your healthcare to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303- Six six three sixty nine ninety, or visit him online at Health dot com, or find him at reason dot com.
4: All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Myself, Ken Rackley, TuneTech Automotive. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer. We're missing Larry today. We'll hopefully get him back here in the not too distant future. So, Larry, if you're listening, thanks for all that you do. We. Appreciate you greatly, and we'll be happy when you're back with us. Bob and Centennial, you are next.
2: Okay, thanks. Great show, great topic. Thanks, Bob. A uh, couple of questions. Uh, you mentioned the guy driving a pickup down the uh, beach and getting yeah. all the salt yes. spray and everything, in his vehicle's toast. But How is that different than driving around Denver streets after a snowstorm when they <laughs>
4: put all that salt down? Well, good question uh if you look at though how he was driving and how deep the water was that he was driving around in on the beach it wasn't just the beach he was like probably up to the center of the door in salt water i mean literally like bathing in i mean probably was a little bit pie-eyed there bob otherwise he wouldn't have been doing it <laughs> yeah. you know getting arrested and so on for being on the beach in the first place but yeah a little difference between having it underneath the vehicle by having it on the roads like we have versus like bathing in it
8: right
2: <laughs> being yeah, submerged I think these salted streets are bad news, and I think people need to uh, be concerned about oh, washing
4: their cars. I, I, Bob, you uh, – yeah. yeah. No, I am uh, – I'm one of those guys that uh, tomorrow – my wife always makes fun of me – but tomorrow morning I will be washing my truck from everything that's on the roads today and this evening. Even though it will still not be totally gone by tomorrow, I will still give uh, at least a initial bath tomorrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep.
2: Yeah, good idea. Yeah. The second uh, question on regarding licensing or relicensing vehicles, I I've used the mail-in thing. You know, you get that little postcard yeah. and you fill it out and mail it in. I used that for years. Well, this time uh, I mailed it in and nothing. And they I guess they never got it. And I've never had that happen before. And I went in. And they said, Well, you're just going to have to go through it again. And then if we ever get the original check in the mail, we'll refund it. But. I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know how reliable that mail-in system
4: is now. I, I, you know what? Anymore, we do everything either in person or online. I don't do. We don't do the mail-in anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think you're. I think you're wise, and I think that's what I'm going to do for well, now. It's, on it's, it's a, a lot pain. quicker too.
8: Online's yeah, easy, by on, the way. Yeah, you go
4: online, and
8: just and then it shows paid, and at least it's registered there. We did not get one of our tags once. Uh, you know, just the, the just the tag. You know, we renewed it and everything, so it was up to date, but we just never got the tag in the mail, so they just sent us another one. Of course, you figure it yeah. out two months later after you yeah. <laughs> notice it's expired, right. but but right. yeah, but it's super easy, and usually within, I think, about six to seven days, we usually have the t- new tag. Yeah, they're pretty fast. Doing it yeah, online, no, it's pretty so, fast that yeah. way.
4: I'll give them credit yeah. there. Yeah.
2: yeah. They also have these kiosks at, uh, yep. at various places. They work, too. Supers, and, yeah, they work, they, too. They work, too, and, that's, and you get that right away. So. You
4: bet. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
2: Yeah. Anyway, great show, great talk. Thank topic. you, Bob. No,
4: appreciate Keep it very it much. Up. And as I said earlier, those of you that live in Denver, your only choice will be what we just talked about with Bob a moment ago. You will not be going into a, a live open office here in the not too distant future. Louie, you are next.
5: Uh, hi. I'm sorry. I need to ask the question you you guys have such good information well thank you uh, uh, about finding your car when it's stolen how how do you know if someone is tracking your car how how do you know no you
4: there are and that's by the way Louis. great question uh, and that, for a lot of you listening, uh, young, old, male, female, doesn't matter. If you're worried about your vehicle being tracked, they make devices. You can buy them on Amazon. In fact, I should put one of those. I'll make a note here. I should put one of those on our Amazon uh, store link on the website. You can actually find a tracking uh, finder, Louie, is the way to say that. They make little devices where you can scan your purse, yourself, your car, your home. Find out if anybody's tracking you that way. Every one of those little tags, quote-unquote, sends off a signal whereby the tracking device is confined, whether that unit is actually somewhere around you or not. And it's always a good idea to look at that.
1: Wow. oh.
4: Yeah, because cause, cause those things could be put on in the parking lot unbeknownst to you, and somebody could be tracking you at any given time. They're that small. They make magnetic little mounts, and unless you know your vehicle really, really well, you would have no idea that's there. Absolutely. Oh,
1: my goodness.
5: So basically, you should check your car all
4: the time. I would probably make it a point to... At least check that monthly just to be, you know. And those of you listening, if you've got any kind of a ex-spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, something along those lines where there's a little bit of mistrust going on, I would absolutely be doing that more often. Absolutely.
5: Oh, excellent advice. Thank
4: you. You're very welcome, Louie. No, and I will do my best. I don't know if I can do it during the break here, but I will do my best to find a a tracking uh i can't remember what they call it i'll I'll think of the name in a minute but basically it's this it's a device whereby you can scan things and determine is there a tracking device on you yeah oh by the way yeah you can go to a hotel room are there video cameras there that are unbeknownst to you things along those thank you charlie for the reminder yeah absolutely there are devices made where you literally, and we've, we've had during the week on my daily show, Rush to Reason, I've interviewed people along those lines that are really big on that, know exactly what goes on, and here's the thing. You probably don't want to know, but you should. Right. There's more of this going on than you'd probably ever imagine. Yeah. So it, in in reference to that, it's a good idea at times to check that. And for some of you that travel a lot or even go to Airbnbs and things along those lines. Probably not a bad idea to have a device on you, and they're not that expensive. I'll do a little bit of research here through the break, see what I can find for you. Let's do that. We'll take our last break. We've got time for a few more calls, 303-477-5600. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know
0: How! Okay, your week is crazy. Your local Napa Auto Care Center understands. That's why we're open Saturdays for your convenience. Get that oil change you've been putting off way too long. Be done with those squeaky brakes that are on your last nerve. We get it. Our Napa Auto Care Center is open Saturday. When you maybe don't have soccer, dance class, a late meeting at work, you name it. Call for a Saturday appointment now. Find your store at NapaOnline.com.
13: Napa Know How. You listen to drive radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the Mobile Estate Planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to champ. Few things are
7: life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what?
3: You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to any of our websites ready-radio.com drive-radio.com or fixitradio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass
14: picture this you're cruising down the open road the wind in your hair and the sun in your face now Imagine doing it in a car that looks as good as the day you drove it off the lot. That's where Protec Auto Shield and NanoCoatings comes in. Protec, the name you can trust for top-tier automotive protection. Your car isn't just a set of wheels, it's an investment. And we're here to make sure it stays pristine. Step inside our cutting-edge facility where we craft the latest in automotive protection. Our advanced paint protection films act like an invisible force field. Shielding your car from road debris, rock chips, and whatever Mother Nature throws your way. And for that showroom shine that lasts, our premium ceramic coatings offer unbeatable protection against dirt, water, and those harsh UV rays. But ProTech isn't just about the exterior, we care about every detail, inside and out. Our interior protection products ensure spills, stains, and wear and tear are a thing of the past. Worried about making the right choice? Our expert team is here to guide you, ensuring your car gets the treatment it deserves. Elevate your driving experience with ProTech AutoShield and Nano Coatings, because your car deserves the best. Visit ProTechAutoShield.com today or call 303-423-2841 and shield your investment with confidence. Drive on. Protected with ProTech AutoShield.
4: All right, we are back, Drive Radio, KLZ five sixty. Myself, Ken Rackley, Toon Tech Automotive. Time for a couple more calls. 303-477-5600. 5600 three four seven seven fifty six hundred. JR, you're next.
6: Oh hi. Uh, yeah. thank you for last week. Sure. You had that uh, Protech Pro auto shield. The, right
4: Roy's great guy. Yeah, a lot of great yeah. info. I learn I learn something from Roy every week.
6: Yeah, I, I took part of that uh that that half price uh ten nice. years. very good on a on a forerunner. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, they they did a real good job. Hey, they're great Boy, people, and, Jr. And as you Denise. know. They're just great her people.
4: Name.
6: Her name is kind of hard to
4: say. Denise. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Dietza. Dietza, yeah. Lisa? Dietza, with a D. Oh, D-E-za. Yeah. D-I-T-Z-A, D-I-T-Z-A. Okay. Dietza. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She's a real great, real great, great lady. Great lady. Officer. Yep. Also,
6: had a question. Now, I was looking at YouTube, uh, NGK, NGK, uh, uh-huh. dealing with... Testing of uh, the uh, coils. Move one coil to another to another uh, cylinder.
8: Uh-huh.
4: To test
6: it. You can now. How does how does that work? What does that show?
8: Well, with a so with a scanner, like if if a, if there's a misfire, check engine lights flashing, it's running rough. If it if it's one of those things where the scanner pulls up, you can see which engine misfire it, which cylinder it is. So say it's a number one cylinder misfire detected. So if you take that number one coil, move it to number four, move the four coil to number one, start it back up. If that misfire moves to the number four cylinder, then you know it's a coil problem.
6: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, re examining that. And they did say that, I guess it could potentially ruin a driver. What's the driver on those coils?
8: Is the computer basically.
6: the? It, oh, the computer. Yes. Could it uh, mess up with the computer if you did that? for some odd reason or
8: not likely they, yeah it's yeah, yeah they it's were not, mentioning that could happen, well but. typically if that's the case then that driver on the number one would already be wiped out and so you would be looking at replacing all i would say recommending all the coils as well as that computer the driver situation on that
6: so, so there, is that a separate computer or is that the main computer that the drivers
8: typically activated? it's the main engine computer
6: yeah Okay, yeah, that's what they're saying. I was a little confused about that. Well, and
8: sometimes it'll just shut that driver down, too. So we have seen where they just shut the driver down, and then once you get—you you, kind of have to go through the reset process, uh, have it start out from scratch, and then once you've got all good coils in there, then all all of them will come back. It's more of a safety feature built into the computer to keep it from failing internally. Well, who would do
6: the reset? Uh, just the,
8: uh, well, with the scanner,
6: yeah. With the scanner? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It was a little confusing looking at that, but you've explained that. Okay, yeah. all right. Thanks a lot. Then you're welcome.
8: Yep, thanks you're very welcome.
4: Call. No, great question, by the all way, right. JR. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, now, I also had somebody texting. Hang on, I go back to my text line. Uh, three tw- uh, two thousand twenty-three GMC Denali lane departure gizmo, which vibrates the seat. Which yes, those GM vehicles will vibrate your bottom cheeks basically left if, right left right, yeah, right. Exactly. Close to. That's uh-huh. exactly right uh-huh. uh, they quit working during the snow last week we cleaned the sensor the windshield and we stopped and then it worked after we restarted the truck is that normal also these vehicles go nuts when sensors get blocked by snow or dirt yep yep
8: if it can't see the <laughs> lanes if it can't yeah if 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 there's some kind of error in there that it's that it can't get all the information it needs it'll sure set a or it'll sure just shut the system down I guess it's better that way than you're driving down the road and (laughs) everything starts vibrating and then things along those lines. So, yeah, it's – but, yeah, by shutting it down, at least it reset itself and was able to track things.
4: Not uncommon, folks. That's one of those things on some of the newer vehicles, which, again, this is partially why, in my opinion – We could do a whole hour on self-driving vehicles, and it used to be a big deal, and we felt like we were getting a lot closer to that than we are now. COVID really put – the COVID and the chip shortage and all of that that happened really put that whole end of things behind. Uh, I mean, I'm talking probably a decade behind, and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that. But it's also one of the things that still has yet to be overcome, and that is when they do get blocked by mud, snow, ice, things along those lines, how do they work – and the reality is that still hasn't been figured out yet. So, is self driving in our near future? No. Are we getting closer? Well, we're always, always getting, getting closer, closer to new yeah. technology. Yeah, right. So, you know, to, for me to say no, we're not would be dumb. But yes, we're always getting closer. But I will go as far as to say this I feel like we were closer to all of that and that technology in 2019 than we are today four years later again because of COVID and a lot of what happened during that time it actually diverted technology a lot of stuff got shelved uh, a lot of that level four i guess you could call it when it comes to self-driving Literally, companies, GM others, they just shelved it. I mean, it wasn't even like we're going to slow down work on it. We're just going to stop working on it. it. They had enough other problems going on with how to keep the supply chains up and everything else going on that literally that got shelved. And you all know that when you're working on something and then all of a sudden you stop, you don't just go back and pick up from where you left All off. Right. You got to start out from they almost the beginning. Have to start
8: from scratch. Yeah, right. Where were we here? That's yeah.
4: why when I say we're a decade yeah, behind, yeah. I'm probably not far off in saying that. Just because, well, and then also look at what you know Tesla's gone through with some of their lawsuits, with some of their self-driving stuff, and so on. We are a long way from anything being self-driving right now. After what's happened the last three or four years, sure. So it's, folks, it's. Don't worry, it's not anywhere as close. Now, all of that being said, a lot of new vehicles today come with portions of that technology. Blind spot monitoring, rear sensors, front sensors, all-around cameras, lane departure warning, lane keep assist, which actually turns the wheel to a certain degree to keep you in between the lines. Yes, there's a lot of those vehicles that have that sort of technology on them, and I'm sorry if I got my levels messed up a moment ago, I'd have to go back and look at what, you know, all the definitions of level one, two, <laughs> right. three, and 4. I think most of what I'm talking about in those vehicles, it's level considered level 2, uh, and some of it might even cross over into level 3. But regardless, you can buy a lot of vehicles today that have a lot of that technology on it, and there's pro and con to that, like anything. The pro is it makes a vehicle a breeze to drive, and I'm not exaggerating. Almost to where, I've said this before, you're really not driving the car anymore, you're steering it. Yeah. It does a lot of the driving for you in a lot of ways. Yeah. Anytime I get into one of my old old vehicles It's
8: like, oh man, I gotta pay closer yeah, attention. I gotta drive <laughs> this thing. It's not near as easy as the new vehicles.
4: I mean even just the feel of the wheel and everything, it's like, yeah, I'm now driving, I'm not steering anymore. It's a totally different thing. I get in my, even my old two thousand four plow truck, my, my Ram, my my Dodge truck. You drive it. Yeah, right. You don't steer yeah. it. It's it's all my, on you. <laughs> my new Silverado, you just steer it. Yeah, right. It, it's they are literally. Yeah, there's 20 years difference between those trucks, and there is 20 years of technology difference sure. in those trucks. Exactly. And it literally is night and day. Now, which one would I rather drive? As much as I love the old Dodge, and I still drive it a, a bunch, the new ones.
8: Yeah, right. It's comfortable. Well. It- there's less rat. I'm just everything, all, all, everything about it. Can yeah. everything exactly the, no, the I, comfortability, I sure. how you see
4: out of it, the visibility, sure. the blind spot monitoring, all yeah, the right. things that we're talking about. Yeah. Does it make it easier to drive the car? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. it does. Just
8: just the way the dash looks, just the way the steering wheel feels, just the way the brakes feel. The seats feel the the, feel, the, the yeah. braking. Everything. Yeah. The mirror. You know, look in the rear view mirror. It's like, wow, that is so nice. visit. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah, visibility. Exactly. You know. To your point, all um, around. All yeah. of that makes. Yeah.
4: A huge difference, and yeah. yeah. So a lot of us will complain about the new technology. Although we got a minute or so left to explain this, I will tell you, and Ken, Ken, Ken can attest this as much as anyone. New vehicles and the diagnostic ability versus ones that are twenty years ago. What would you rather work on?
8: Oh, something newer. No, oh, yeah, because it's easier, far. right? Yeah, exactly. Well, because
4: is easy the right word? N-
8: n- it's it's different. Um, I can't say that it's easier physically, but it's...
4: Easier mentally.
8: Yeah, right. You can you can focus on what you need to look at The vehicle quicker. knows
4: more about what itself is right, doing than exactly. it did 20 years ago. Yes, is that exactly. a better way to That's say it? That's a
8: better way to say it, yeah. It's not that it takes any less time or anything like that, but it's just less, yeah.
4: And the ability to yeah. go in then because there's so much more information coming from the vehicle about itself, the ability to pinpoint where some of these Correct. particular problems are becomes easier
8: yes exactly is that yeah. fair
4: yes exactly so yeah. for all of you listening you all kind of complain about the new cars although when it comes to fixing them believe it or not they're actually in some cases not all but in some cases easier than something 20 years prior right exactly and, and that's hard for me to explain on air without really you don't have walking to, you through it but
8: you don't have to dig into five different systems you have to dig into one
4: Bigger system. Great way to say it.
8: You know, okay. I, I, it, it's it might not take less time, but it's less things that have to come apart. Great way
4: of saying it. All right. Yeah. In closing, Lesson how do change. they find you, Ken?
8: Uh, 303-364-3391
4: That's Toon Tech Automotive. Again, not far from where we are here as a station. Colfax and two twenty five, just a little bit east of two twenty five on the north side of the road. If you go to the Chevy dealer and look left. Yep, Or if you're coming west and look right, yep. you'll see exactly. Ken. So, Ken, yep. as always, thank you. Appreciate it. Always good to be here, John. All of you always out and about, be safe. There's a little more snow coming this afternoon, as you can see. Otherwise, enjoy. We'll be back Monday for Rush to Reason, but have a great rest of your day. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
3: Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments.